What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a guest on with us today. Her name is Brittany. You can find her on Instagram at dr.brit, and she is a mama of two boys and a prenatal chiropractor who is super passionate about helping women thrive through their pregnancies and along with their motherhood journey. So I have been going through one of her courses, actually, she sent it to me a few months ago and she's like, Hey, I would love for you to check this out. See what you think. Give me feedback and just learn through it. I know that you're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. We had connected on Instagram and her course is so empowering. I was like, gosh, I wish I had something like this with my first kid. This is my sixth. And I feel like I've done so many hours of research over the years through different pregnancies, through different postpartum journeys, through motherhood. And she has so many things bundled together all in one place to help set you up, to feel empowered through pregnancy, to make informed decisions, to just have the best experience possible. And so I, of course, asked her if she would come on the show and we could chat about some things and talk all things empowered pregnancy and things that can help set you up and feel your best and just all of the things. So I'm so excited to see where this conversation takes us. Let's turn it over to the show. All right, Brittany, welcome to the show, girlfriend. Hi, so great to be chatting with you today. I'm so excited. We were chatting before this and I'm like, okay, this is going to air like right when I'm having the baby. So it's going to, I'm like, just thinking about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so soon. It's crazy. It's not (laughs) far. No, I know. Okay. Before we, before we dig into all of the goods, um, tell us more about how you got into, I mean, prenatal car, like you're a prenatal chiropractor. So you specifically focus on mamas. Yeah. Like, so, so how did you get into that? How did you become so passionate about this? Yeah. So I actually did my undergrad in, um, sports medicine and I'm a certified athletic trainer. Um, so when I was thinking about, um, what that looked like after graduation, I knew I wanted to be a mom. Um, and I knew I'd didn't want to be on the road every night and weekend. Um, and I also wanted to pursue more education because I just am a lifelong learner. Uh Um, and my boyfriend at the time was going to chiropractic school and he said, come check this out. And what I found was that chiropractic had a much bigger scope than just your back and neck doctor. Um, that's not what I was interested in. And I thought, I thought I would be a sports chiropractor and just see patients 
in clinic, you know? Um, but again, when I started looking into it and really digging into the huge scope, I found um, prenatal chiropractic and I fell in love. And then, um, you know, after graduation, I actually, before graduation, I found out I was pregnant with our first. Um, and so that just really, um, yeah, just, just really escalated my passion even more. We had um, two uh, home births. And so I learned so much, you know, going through the process myself that it just, it just became this huge passion. And um, now that's basically the majority of my practice is moms and babies and in their families. So cool. I love it so much. I mentioned how I had gone through your course and stuff in the intro to this. I just love how like you help women. And I feel like this is such a part of your mission. Like there's no one path that's going to look the same for everyone. And so first and foremost, for our listeners, I want you to hear that. Like, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different things. And the biggest thing that you need to take away from this is you have choices. You have like so many different options in how you, I mean, experience pregnancy and delivery and postpartum and all of those things. And that's what I think so many women feel overwhelmed with, especially throughout their first pregnancy is they're like, holy moly, like what's right. What's wrong. What do I need to be doing? What do I, this, what do I, that? Like, there's so many things. So I want to, I want to kind of go into some of those because I do think that we share a lot of values and perspective. And I really appreciated a lot of the things that you taught in your course. And I'm like, oh my heavens, this is the stuff that like most women don't even know about. We don't even know where to find this information and things like that. So what are some of the differences that you've seen from experiencing your own pregnancies? And then obviously being in like that medical field from like the modern prenatal care and kind of what like the protocol is versus like what options we have. And, and you, you talk about the physiological focus prenatal care, like what are the biggest differences in the two? Yeah. So I, I would say the main difference between like a physiological model and the modern medicine is that, um, yes, there's a lot of like choice in the matter and there's a lot more education in regards yeah. to, in, in regards to the mom and and the whole family unit, right? Like we want dads to be a part of it as well. Um, and so when you can go in with um, information that leads to more empowerment in making yeah. those choices, whatever choice you decide to make in regards to whether it be the interventions during during the pregnancy leading into the birth, and then also you know that immediate after time with mom and baby as well. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, that physiological model just really focuses on letting mom, you know, have her space and letting her hormones do what they are naturally designed to do so that birth can happen as smooth as possible. And I, again, I say as possible because there are always, you know, unknowns, right. but um, the less we mess with things as in that physiological model Um, usually the better things progress and the easier things progress for mom and for baby. I love that. So what are some of the things that pregnant mamas need to be aware of, or maybe need to seek out for education? And I know that the more I learned 
the more I felt, like you said, empowered. I was like, oh, okay. Now I understand what my body's doing. I understand why this is happening. I understand what's going on in this phase of labor. And all of that made such a big difference in my later pregnancies because in my earlier ones, I was just like, I guess I just go to the hospital and we do a thing. And it was like, I was clueless. So what are, do you have some favorite books or favorite resources or things that you kind of point your clients to, to help them get that education started? Yeah. I think like the earlier, the better, um, because of course we can like focus on like, you know, inductions and things like that, but having a healthy birth really starts in the pregnancy and, and, you know, we could even talk about preconception, but that's a totally different conversation. (laughs) Um, but yeah, really focusing in on as soon as possible in your pregnancy, um, and a really good book that I think is shared quite often is Ina Mae Gaskins. I love that book. one. Um, it's, it's great. Yeah. If you know, you know, right. Yeah. She, um, and I think that was one of the, one of the books that kind of inspired my work and um, my beliefs too. But um, yeah, really like, you know, trying to focus on just having a healthy pregnancy can really, you know, mitigate the, the risks of, you know, developing blood sugar issues or, um, preeclampsia, blood, um, blood pressure issues, all of those things that can then, um, cause more interventions at the birth. So really taking a step back and trying to be, again, you know, the whole goal is being more proactive. And so setting yourself with a healthy pregnancy can then lead to usually easier birth and then a postpartum too. It's you're looking at that whole spectrum versus how can I avoid interventions? Right. I love it. I love it. Cause, and it really does make such a big difference, like staying healthy and proactive and active and feeling well through your pregnancy, you better believe is going to affect delivery day. Like it is going to, I feel like it's so interesting. I get messages all the time. Like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're still working out and you're this big and this pregnant. And I'm like, I, I, I got a training day. Like I got a D day. Like we, we have like, we're, we're, we're training for the Olympics here. Like, all right. So, and having that perspective, like really does help me because of course there's days when I'm like, gosh, I'm tired or gosh, that's the last thing I want to do. And why am I even doing this? I'm just growing everywhere anyways. Like (laughs) there's such a bigger purpose and reason for it all. So that really does help just continue to move, continue to fuel my body. Well, continue to do those things that whether or not there's a direct result, which I think a lot of women get stuck on, you're not getting the direct physical result that lots of times we eat well so that we can lose some weight and we can do whatever. It's so much deeper than that. So you've it's got to disconnect from that. mindset shift. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What would you say? What would you say are the, some of the things even through pregnancy that can help with, I feel like so many normalcies of pregnancy, like when women think about pregnancy, they think about aches and pains and tired, like fatigue and all of those things. Are there things that we can be, obviously we talked about a couple of things, but are there things that we can be proactive about that really make a huge difference in just feeling your best for those nine, 10 months? Yeah. Yeah. So in our practice, we have this, um, we didn't coin it, but there's this 
term, you know, common versus normal physiology, right? Ooh, There's love it. a lot of things that are common in our lives, in our child, children, in our pregnancies, but may not be, you know, normal or something that you just have to deal with or mm-hmm. struggle through. Um, and so obviously kind of like those core foundations and it's not the sexy stuff. It's like, you know, like you talk about all the time is it's those habits, Mm -hmm. um, that really stack up over time. So it's the sleep, you know, if it's in your control. And again, I always talk about to moms, especially it's like, okay, what are things we can control? You know, sleep might not be one of them, but you know, for your first time, it probably is right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so that's like something you can't out supplement. You can't, you know, that's such a foundational thing. So we talk about sleep. We talk about, um, fueling your body, not being on a diet, but fueling your body, um, and being mindful of blood sugar balance. That's a big thing that Mm -hmm. I talk about well before, you know, the blood sugar test that everybody dreads. Um, and so, and then moving your body in whatever capacity that looks like, if you had, you know, some foundation beforehand, then you can continue that, Yeah. but you can't, even if you didn't, you can still, you know, there are plenty of workouts and lots of variety that you can continue to move your body because you're right. It is training day, right? I always like joke that I like move <laughs> from like athletes in the sports world to the ultimate athlete, which is right. Mom, right. Like <laughs> it, it's incredible. All of your, what your body is doing during this time. And then you think about like the birth process and this like isolated thing, but it's, it's such a shift in your physiology, in your nervous system. Um, that's the other thing I talk about a lot is, is taking care of your nervous system because baby is the hitchhiker to your nervous system. Mm. Meaning like if you're chronically stressed, exhausted, um, you essentially pass those stress hormones down through the umbilical cord as well. So not to scare people. And that's not the point. It's just, okay, if we can control these, a few things we should, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love that. And I think, I think women probably needed to hear that more than they even realized because so oftentimes, especially when you have multiple kids, it's like having that, that space and that time to take care of yourself spiritually, mentally, so that you can manage your stress and manage your, like all of those things that is essential at the core, not only for you, but for the baby. And in case you just needed the, okay, to go take the bath and go, go for the walk and have the quiet time because it's not detrimental to your other kids. Like it is so essential for you and for the baby that is inside of you like that. Just hearing that it's passing through the ability. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Again, it yeah. could no, but it's great. not letting yeah. it consume you, but also knowing it, it is important. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Okay. I want to, I want to pick your brain a little bit for those that are listening that maybe they're interested or entertaining the idea of having an unmedicated delivery. Do you have tips and tricks and things that have helped you helped your clients help people really prepare? Because for me, I've had two unmedicated and then three, all different things. Like like, they've all been different. And then this one, I'm going into planning for unmedicated unless things happen and whatever. Yeah. So I know for me, 
if I had gone into it thinking, oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to, I'm going to see what happens. Like, this is my plan. But like, I would have been like, give me the drugs now. Like you, you go, you (laughs) hit that wall when it's like, if your mind is not made up that unless medically needed, yeah, something needs to intervene. I don't, I would have never gotten through it, but it is the most empowering experience like ever, ever, ever. So what are your tips and tricks for anyone who's kind of on the fence about it? Taking a quick time out from the show to make sure that you know that right now I am filling my next month spot in my virtual gym. This is my space where I get to coach my clients, where I get to help you get aligned with simple workouts and solutions to your fitness and your nutrition and your mindset and supplements and everything that I love and have used personally for the past eight and a half years and will literally use for the rest of my life because of how quick and efficient and simple they make healthy living. This is where I help you get aligned with these solutions. And then I support you and coach you and mentor you on your journey. So if you are ready to get on a direct path to reach all of your health goals while fully living your life, yes, you can still continue to have um, your favorite treats and your favorite things. And we'll teach you how to incorporate those. And it's not deprivation or anything like that. Like I want you to enjoy the process. So we'll make sure you figure out how to do that. If you're ready to take out the overwhelm and the complexity when it comes to creating healthy habits for your family, not just for you, but really involving your family as well. And if you want to align yourself with a community of incredible women to lock arms with and journey with alongside throughout every season of life, then the virtual gym is where you want to be. So go to micafolsomfit.com slash get fit to learn all about it, fill out the goal form so that I can learn more about you. And we can make sure that you get aligned with exactly the right game plan to get you started. I can't wait to chat. I mean, I think you touched on it right there is like mindset is such a big piece of it and not just saying I'm going to do this, right? Like having the education around the mindset to support that. Um, and being, you know, I think choosing your provider very, 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 very carefully, um, to be honest, because your birth team makes a big, um, impact too. Right. Um, and so like, you know, even interviewing, I know that to some people that's like really scary. I'm from Minnesota. So that Minnesota nice culture is like, I don't know if I should ask her like what her induction rate is or, you know, like, but it's such an important thing to discuss early on um, and, and continue that conversation. And so having a really supportive birth team is, is so impactful. Um, Making sure that your partner is also on board with why you are both choosing the things that you are Mm -hmm. choosing um, because like you said, when you're in transition and you just, you think that the world is ending and you can't do it anymore, you need somebody with a little bit more emotional stability to say, yes, you can, you know, and this is why, and, or maybe not even talking, just whatever you need at that point, but having a, a supportive birth team around you, a supportive partner, um, getting your mindset, like I said, in check, and then making sure your physical body is preparing for it. Right. Like you said, it's a, it's 
a marathon and then some, um, both physically and mentally and emotionally. So we kind of want to address all of them. Cover all the bases. Yeah, I think uh, obviously I'm a chiropractor. So I think chiropractic care is really important just to make sure that alignment in the pelvis is as optimal as possible, as well as that nervous system is regulated and that those hormones are able to shift and, you know, progress how they're supposed to. what they're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I needed to know and hear over and over because delivery and labor and all the things when you watch it on shows and movies is so not like how it can be right you like see screaming and all of these things and it's like it can be this beautiful peaceful like I have never felt closer to God than like when I am in labor like delivering a child right and it like makes me emotional thinking about it but it really is such a beautiful thing. And when I, when I read Ina May's book and when I started to look into like unmedicated and how to really prepare my body and my mind and all of the things I was like, oh my heavens, everything shifted for me and how I viewed it and how I approached it and how I thought about it. And that made the biggest difference more than anything else to like yeah. follow through, Yeah, it, you know, like really seeing the big picture, not yeah. just I want to have an unmedicated birth. Yeah, right? like, like just to check the box. For the trophy, <laughs> right? right? Like it's the whole right. spectrum of your recovery, baby's mm-hmm. health, um, the family unit, everything. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? Are there certain things that you do or you recommend clients do like the month, six weeks-ish prior to just kind of help your body continue to get ready for that? for that delivery day? Yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, really like locking in in nutrition, uh, you know, around 34 to 36 weeks, you start to lose a lot of room. Right. So I'm telling my patients like, okay, like you just got to cram it in. You got to fill the cracks, like not big meals anymore. Most likely, um, you know, you might have to do more smoothies, you know, that slide down a little bit easier, but, um, you know, building those like nutritional stores up, um, really, you know, focusing on hydration and minerals because that's, what's going to actually help your body, you know, utilize that hydration and also hopefully mitigate any like extra swelling or blood pressure issues. Um, and then, you know, obviously again, like preparing your mind, what is your game plan for, um, we, we think we kind of get tunnel vision of like the birth. That's what we're focused on. Right. Um, but there's a lot of decisions, especially as a first time mom, um, to be made afterwards as well. And so, um, you know, that first golden hour, what's going to happen. You really want to look into everything that is happening right after the birth, um, and make sure that you, again, you and your husband, um, partner are on board with those decisions because if for some reason you need to be separated, he needs to know what's going right. on. Right? Um, and preparing a postpartum plan, right? Um, I always recommend making sure that you have some meals or, or even better, like a meal train of like a friend family thing um, where they're not only dropping by to see you and the baby, but they're bringing you food, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It makes such a difference. Not having to worry about that mm-hmm. for sure. 
I want to ask you, I want to ask you about that golden hour, because this is when I feel like this is such a precious time. And yet, especially if I wish more than anything that I could, that I had someone here that I felt confident in that I could do a home birth, but I've also had two NICU babies. So I'm like scared to do that, but it's so precious. And yet at the hospital, I feel like that's where chaos can commence. And there's a million people coming in and they're grabbing the baby and they're doing this and they're doing that. And you're like, what the heck? That's when you want to just be like holding your baby and having that skin to skin and, and, and nursing and doing all those things. What would you recommend as far as like best case scenario, baby is healthy, mama's healthy in that first hour. What are you spending the time doing? Yeah. So if there is no necessity, (laughs) (laughs) if there's no reason for baby to be taken from mom, baby should absolutely stay mom. There's no reason for a bath. There's no reason for even, you know, um, a a newborn exam right away. Mm -hmm. Um, the idea is that, um, and it really for the whole fourth trimester, it takes time for um, the baby to really realize that it is now independent of its mother. So it regulates when it's closest to its mother, which makes sense, right? So heart rate, temperature, breathing, all of those things that we think like if they're off, like we need to hand them off to somebody else to take care of it, right? But a lot of times when they're close next to mom, um, they're able to regulate, which is incredible, right? Um, and then, you know, if you're breastfeeding, that's going to be the best time to establish that latch. Um, a lot of times what happens is babies taken off, they're washed and cleaned, and they put a hat on them, you know, um, make them all look all cute and pretty, right? <laughs> but even putting a hat on them can actually block mom's like oxytocin, um, because they're not smelling them as much. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, um, so as much as you can leave those interruptions for later, um, that, that time frame is so important. And another thing to consider too, is a delayed cord clamping, right? Yeah, yeah. So what that is, is like leaving baby connected to mom, um, until the cord stops pulsing. And so, um, that is going to be something that you probably want to really address before. So they're not rushing and cutting and um, doing that whole thing. But um, the reason for that is it increases baby's vitamin K levels. It increases baby's iron levels, you know, all of those things that we think we need to supplement later. Um, It, you know, nature, God had a design and it it is perfect. Um, as long as there's no other like major complications. Right. Yes. I love it really quick because you mm -hmm. mentioned it and I have to ask you, cause I've been doing all the research vitamin K. This is such, I feel like this is such a hot topic to me. I'm like, but I want to get your, just get your insight on where you from research and personal experience and education and all of the things vitamin K for a newborn, they say they come out deficient. They need this. They're da, da, da. It's life or death. Like it's so protocol. It's so pushed. I feel like mm-hmm. from the top down, I've always felt the pressure of like, Oh, I can't, like, I can't leave the hospital unless I'm getting these things. And thankfully I've like 
opened my eyes to like, no, I'm in control of the situation. So I need to do my research. I need to figure out what's best for our family and whatever. Where do we go to get the best information that's credible, that's unbiased, that's, I know that's hard to like find these days, but I think that's one of the most overwhelming things is like, there's so many choices and there's so much information. What's right. What's wrong. What's all of the things. Do you have any input on the hep B on the eye ointment stuff on vitamin K? Like where can we find great information about all of those? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yes, yeah, so I have a couple of resources in my course, but um, one of the um, books that I like a lot, and it's, it's great because you go to the back and there's all these links to all of the um, you know, the research. studies and stuff. Yeah. 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 So it's incredible. Um, it's called, so you're going to have a baby, but it kind of walks through like the major ones, like happy vitamin K, um, even the eye ointment, all of those things. And even some of the like prenatal, um, recommendations too. So awesome. yeah, I love it. So it gives him, gives his input, the author's input. And then you go to the back. And like I said, you can go directly to, you know, it's not a link, right? You're going to have to type in that really, really long um, link because they are incredibly hard to find. Um, but that would be like my my first recommendation, um, hands off. Um, okay. But just kind of considering, that's why I loved like my birth team is that um, they also gave me resources and tell me what I had to or didn't have to do. Uh, in regards to um, vitamin K, some hospitals may have protocols if you are going to um, decide on circumcision that mm. they will not do it without it. So that is something to consider too. Um, and that's another rabbit hole you could go down. But um, so some hospitals, you may, you may not have the choice there, or, you know, you might be able to go to a different clinic or something to have it done later. Um, but that's something I would look into if you are if you know you're having a boy or if you don't know which gender you're having, um, you just want to be, again, informed so that you can make those empowering decisions. Right. I About the vitamin K specifically, is like, have you found, so I know there's like the injection and then there's the oral version that can be an option. Is that always an option or is that something that is only available certain hospitals um, and things like that. I don't know. I think it really probably depends on each individual hospital. It is something that you would definitely have to like specially request and probably prior to birth. If that is what you chose, I usually just um, have my mom's like supplement extra vitamin K if they choose to do the um, additional stuff afterwards, you know, that again, I just give them the research and, mm -hmm. um, you know, they can do what they feel comfortable with. What my midwife always said is, you know, she, again, she really encouraged 
um, you know, supporting that nutritionally, but so that baby gets it, you know, um, through the breast milk and also the like cord clamping is a big part of that. And then, um, you know, we always assess kind of after birth, whether, cause we were planning to do oral, um, if, if there was extra trauma and, um, yeah. So just like essential needs, like what case by case, instead Mm -hmm. of like one size fits all, everybody does this, this is your lane. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So we've mentioned the course a few different times. It was so good. Like, I feel like, and I mentioned this, I feel like some of this stuff I'm like, oh yes. Like I've, this is the stuff that I loved learning about with this is my sixth one. So I like, I had lots of years of learning and researching, studying, but to have it all in one place, all like wrapped up in a cute little easy accessible bow was so nice. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have had this earlier on. So how can our listeners, if they're pregnant or if they have friends that could use it, where can they find it? And I think we have a code for them too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, the website is empoweredprenatal.com and, um, it'll give you all the information on there as, and more, um, and yeah, we have a code it's MICA 15. So that will save you 15%. And we would love to have you as of the community. Awesome. Awesome. It was so great. You guys, like I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't have asked her on if I didn't find so much value in that. I wouldn't have wanted her to come on the show. And two, I, y'all know me, I will not ever push anything, talk about anything unless I fully believe in it. So definitely worth it. Definitely so much value and education. That is why I think I told you this. That's why I'm going to up like a chiropractor that specializes in moms and babies, because when I learned that in your course, I'm like, yep. I'm like this pregnancy, my back is way like is killing me. My sciatica, like my groin, like what in the heck? I feel like this pregnancy has just been like next level. So I'm like, okay. When I learned that in your program, just how helpful that can be. I'm like, I'm going to go find one. I used your little link. I found the closest one near me and it was so helpful. So thank you for that. It's been awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Brittany, you are a gem. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on, for sharing with us. If our listeners want to get connected with you on social or your website, where's the easiest place to find you? Yeah. So, um, I usually am on Instagram more than any other platform and that's just at Dr. Britt. So DR period B R I T T. Perfect. Perfect. All right, you guys go find her. She puts out so much value and information. Make sure your pregnant mama friends have her as a resource. If you are not currently pregnant, have keep her in your back pocket. If you ever do. Um, so, so, so helpful just to feel educated and empowered in this huge life-changing journey. Like this is one of the most beautiful seasons of life. And I feel like so oftentimes women just try to get through it as fast as possible and just try and survive and get like, kind of get over the hump of having the baby and getting it here. Like it really can be enjoyable and you can love the process and you can do it six times. Like what? (laughs) Yes, you are amazing. (laughs) It's crazy, but it really is such a blessing to be able to to have babies. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, y'all, we will be back in another week until next time.
Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.